almost unplug the drain here. That would not be good. I want to welcome those of you that have come to support, particularly the children, uh, as they give proclamation to what Jesus has done in their life. You know, I just want you to encourage you. That's a good and appropriate thing. These are big decisions for little guys, and and uh, it's a tough getting up here and you know talking to a group of people. And I know it means a lot to them to have loved ones in the audience, and uh, so that's so encouraging. I want to thank you for coming. Uh, uh, after that message, the people of God said, "Amen." And I know. The Lord's saving these young people, used many of you in their lives to help them uh, to lay down your life in hopes that they too would uh, continue to grow in their love for the Lord, be useful. I love that. And uh, many of you have got Gwen and Aislinn this morning, and uh, many of you have taught them, you've loved them, you've encouraged them. Uh, see, uh, part of AC's family over there, I know we've been to birthday parties and all those things together, encouraging these young people. And uh, that's so true and so good. And um, well, just before Gwen comes, she's going to be our first uh, person to get baptized this morning. But before she comes, we just want to make sure we all understand that uh, baptism uh, is, is not something we do to be saved, to, to be right with God. Uh, as we've already mentioned, the, the Lord's table is a memorial. There's no grace communicated by God through those elements. We just look at those as a symbol, as Jesus told us, to do this in remembrance of me. And we're thankful for his once-for-all sacrifice. And Baptism is just the joy and the delight of every believer to publicly proclaim that they're identifying with Jesus now. And, uh, and the symbolism is so wonderful. You know, one thing you'll notice if you're back here, when somebody comes up out of the baptismal waters, Water gets splashed around everywhere. There's not, there's not a dry nook or, cor nook, nook or cranny back here when they're walking up onto the carpet. You can literally see where they've been. And that's the beautiful symbol of what we've happened to us when we were born again. We were put into Christ. We come up out of Christ, uh, risen to new life, and we literally are just tracking Jesus everywhere we go. And, and we're, just, we're just slopping him all over the place. <laughs> people can see where we've been. And uh, so that's really the, it's a beautiful picture. So uh, I'm going to ask Gwen to come on up. It's a little chilly, Gwen. So hopefully you won't chatter your teeth, honey. <laughs> that's okay. We're, we're working on that. Very good. Okay. All right. Do you need like a blankie? Okay. This is Gwen Barnett. And she's been a boy. I think, Gwen, were you here when you were a little baby? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So many of you have had opportunity to minister to Gwen in her life and I believe uh, by the witness of her mom and dad. Remember moms and dads, I, you're the primary disciple makers and uh, just um, really rely on your understanding. You know your kids so well. I know uh, Luke and Rose have been faithful in training their children and giving them access to the truth here. So we're so thankful for that, aren't we, Gwen, that they've brought you to church. And, and uh, So Gwen's going to give you her testimony and then Lord, we'll, we'll baptize her. Go ahead, Gwen. You just speak right into there. Hi, my name is Gwen. I am nine years old. When I was two, three, four, five, and six, I obeyed my parents, I, and I tried doing good in school. I liked singing, and I read my Bible. But was I actually saved? No. When I was seven years old, I asked the Lord to come into my heart. 
I was pretty sure I was saved. To be saved means to know that I am a sinner and to confess that he can be my Lord and he has to rule over me. I had to know that Jesus died and died on the cross and to pay for our sins. And he he died because he wanted to have eternal life and save us from our sins. That is asking Jesus into my heart. But when I was seven and eight, I didn't feel like I was saved. So I kept praying and praying for my salvation, but I didn't actually mean it. Finally, when I was eight years old, I felt like God wasn't real. I tried to look back at the time God helped me and my family. Finally, I told my parents about this. They helped me see that God was real, but I still wasn't saved. I saw a baptism testimony, and she was having the same problem I was having. I talked to my dad about this, and he helped me. One time when I disobeyed, my dad was mad at me, and I went to my room, and I was really sad. I was tired of trying to go my own way. I knew I couldn't get anywhere with my sin, and without God, I can't do anything but sin. I felt very miserable, so I asked Jesus to come into my heart, and I meant it.
kindly and graciously. Try to help our children remember there is a law out there and uh, they need help. They need Jesus' help. She's shivering, so we're going to baptize her. <laughs> All right, here we go, honey. Girls, hold on to her. I'm going to. Alrighty, Aislinn Kubiak, upon your profession of faith and fruits of repentance, it's my honor to baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. typically is. She's telling me back here you said it was heated. So she made, made me a liar today. Come on in. And uh, we both got slopped around with the, the testimony of Jesus. So as Pastor Kent put it, I'll let you uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. And I won't say anything. I'll let you say stuff. So that way you're not too All right. Good morning, everyone. I'm Cassandra Mohar. Uh, as a child, I grew up knowing about God and that he helped people. When my mother remarried, I was in fourth grade and told that I had to become Catholic. That is when my confusion started because it was very different from what I remember learning as a small child. I was told that if I sinned in any way that I am going to hell, not heaven. I was taught about a God that would condemn me and never forgive me for my sins unless I confessed to a priest and did the penance I was given. I became an unwed mother at the ages of 20 and 24. Life as a single mother was hard. I felt so empty, alone, and not good enough. I got married at 26, got pregnant, left that marriage because it was not what a marriage was supposed to be. Again, I was absolutely broken, lost, and in a very, very dark place. I moved back home with two children and another on the way. My relationship with God at this point was non-existent. I felt like this was his way of punishing me for having two babies out of wedlock, a failed marriage, and another baby on the way. Then, on February 2nd, 2015, is when my world started to crumble. God called on one of the only people that I knew loved me no matter what to come home, my papa. Two months after, that is when my relationship and any sort of faith I may have still had turned totally from God and my relationship with alcohol grew stronger and a new relationship with drugs started. I rode that train for a couple of years before I felt and heard something inside of me say, who are you anymore? I could not look at the woman in the mirror without crying and quite honestly, hating her. That's when I knew it was time to stop and take my life back. November 16th, 2017, my papa's birthday, I went to AA got a sponsor, started working the steps, and started to build back a relationship with God. By the grace of God, I have six years sober, and I get to enjoy life and my babies. Eventually, just going to meetings and giving leads wasn't enough for me anymore. I started feeling empty, alone, worthless, and lost all over again. I had holes in my soul that needed to be filled, and part of me knew deep down inside it was because I did not have my spiritual relationship right. Yes, I was starting to grow it back. However, eventually that wasn't the right water for it anymore. I started talking to my Aunt Pam about church and attending with her. Of course, she was absolutely thrilled to answer any questions I had and then some. 
It was the Holy Spirit pulling me closer and closer through her. In July, I finally came to Grace Church. It was actually the 75th anniversary of Grace that day. We signed my daughter, Michaela, up for Grace Bible Day Camp, and I became been here. I have been here since. When I walked out of church that day, I felt God put his hand on my shoulder and say, this is where you belong. You are home. Everyone was and still is so welcoming, smiling, waving, introducing themselves, and hugging. Pastor Tim, Steve, and Mike have all made it a point to stop and ask how things are going and make sure you're okay. I started to feel a little bit of sunshine in my soul. However, something was still missing. On August 2nd, 2023, as I, walked, as I was walking into Sharon's Bi women's Bible study, I asked Aunt Pam, can you explain to me one more time? Can you explain salvation to me one more time? So she did. Then I said, I'm ready. Will you pray with me? That's when we prayed. I asked God to please forgive me for my sins, and I placed my faith in Jesus to save me from my sins from that day on. And from that day on, my life has had such changes. Some big, some small, however good, all good. I started diving into the Foundations book with Aunt Pam, and I can honestly say that with the way I'm learning the Bible, I have never actually understood it before now. God started to work what felt like immediately in my life. I stopped listening to secular music, especially while working, and I started listening to Christian music. I can tell you that there is a huge difference in my mood and demeanor because of it. I feel better throughout the day, and I am seeing more of the positive sides of, and blessings in situations, especially when I used to see the bad and negative. I love my devotional journaling time in the mornings. I love to learn and share as much as I can about the Lord. I took the membership class and connections class so I can be an official member. I am working on being more patient in areas that I may not be so patient. I cannot wait to see what else the Lord has ahead for me. With God, all things are possible. That's Matthew 19, verse 26. And it's one of my favorite verses because it is so true. And today, I am getting baptized as my next step of obedience to Jesus. Aunt Pam is back here. <laughs> yes, cheering yes. you on. It's only fitting. She led you to the Lord. And she's been a great, great sister in Christ now, yeah. as well as an aunt. And um, so, Cassandra Mohar, I'll have you come over here. And based on your profession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, it's my privilege, it's our privilege as a church to call you a sister in Christ. Baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That way you can get warm. Love you. So cold, I almost forgot to baptize in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. But my theological sense has got the better of me. Well, it's been a good day. Sorry, we're, we're a little over, but um, we have had an opportunity to see Christ's work in action in our church family. And let's pray, and then we'll be dismissed. Our Father, we're so thankful for the very truth, the very reality that those who claim the name of your Son are indeed buried 
in the Lord Jesus Christ and raised in newness of life. And we uh, confess that no religious system or symbol can do these things, but you and you alone. And so, O oh Father, we pray that you would help us to go from this place instructed by the Lord's Supper this morning and instructed by those who now claim the name of Jesus Christ and want to be added to this church as a public proclamation of what you have done in their life. And Lord, we love you. We love you because you first loved us. We love you because you are great and good and righteous and there's none like you. We love you because you condescended your son to us and saved us. And so help us to live worthy this week. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You are dismissed. Lord bless you.